0: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share
1: more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops if we're stopping to get gas. Today's wrestling news: WWE are using media outlets to bury Stephanie McMahon. Judgment Day was almost a lot spookier. Tony Storm shoots on her WWE exit, and a main roster star returns to NXT. I'm Adam Wilborn, and I'm Phil Chambers, <laughs> and this is the news. Let's dive straight into it then, with that amazing story about <laughs> WWE apparently using media outlets. To bury the boss's daughter. Yep, that's what we're starting with today. So we've been talking about this for the last few weeks, of course, ever since Stephanie McMahon announced she was going to be taking a leave of absence, spend time with her family. All that seemed relatively straightforward, especially with the issues that's been going on with Triple H. Now, though... Reports from Dave Meltzer on the latest episode of Wrestling Observer Radio state that WWE, yes, are using the media outlets to bury her and her role as chief brand officer in WWE. There was a recent Business Insider article uh, on her situation planted by WWE to completely undermine her, Um, basically saying that she didn't actually take a leave of absence. What actually happened was Vince McMahon fired his own daughter for poor performance in her role, uh, which obviously contradicts all the previous reports we have seen, we have read, and yet somehow, despite the fact Phil Chambers, again, the boss is is burying his own daughter secretly through the media. I'm not surprised by this whatsoever.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, as much as you can say, oh, but they're family, it's still business. And Vince McMahon loves business. Oh, um, he loves it more than family. He loves it way more than family. It's an odd one though, because like Stephanie as well, of all people, like the way she was brought up in the business. Was like, he made her go and do a little bit about absolutely everything within the company. So she has like, ruined the writing department. Yeah. So she has a broad knowledge of everything and can just ruin everything that she touches, apparently. (laughs) Uh, And now she's got this high up and she's ruining that too, I guess?
1: Yeah, I I always thought relatively she'd be safe compared to, say, Shane. Yes. uh, Because, I mean, just look at his birthday message to him (laughs) to see how much he feels about his own son. But this is astonishing. Like, this didn't need to happen. This wasn't like Steph left, and we all like, why is Steph gone? Yeah. Triple H had the cardiac event. Triple H retired from wrestling. He now has obviously returned to working within the company, but that is a serious life event. Yeah. And it would make it would make sense that anyone would think, you know what? Life comes at you fast. I'm going to take some time off and just spend it with my family. And we always said that she's going to be coming back into this role, and WWE were holding this role for when she comes back. Now, apparently, now nah, she's crap at her job, and Vince fired her.
0: Yeah, absolutely crazy. I think, like the the interesting thing now, I guess, will be where they go from here if Stephanie does come back. Yeah, like is, are they just going to put her in a completely different position? Don't again? pour on
1: TV. Don't pour
0: on TV. Please, whatever you do, like, is she going to come back? Is like. Will this sour her relationship with WWE in general? There's a lot of things, questions here. She doesn't have to come back. She's fine. Oh yeah, she's absolutely
1: fine. She's very much set for life. But still, she's still got McMahon at the end of her name and they all come back eventually. Yes, but now you need to have the word Khan at the end of your name and not the AEW one. The other one because Nick Khan is just true. He's the only one. Although
0: Triple H is back in a
1: sort of executive
0: role now isn't he?
1: Yeah, apparently. I don't know what's going on. We'll bring like, you more just, on this story yeah. as it develops. <laughs> as Tony and no take doubt it will. more jobs away from you. Yes. <laughs>
0: um, but, yeah, speaking of WWE, Judgment Day. Uh, the Judgment the Day, Judgment you day, mean. day, sorry, 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 <laughs> WWE. Uh, it was almost a lot spookier, apparently. <laughs> um, so this is coming from Fightful Select. Apparently, WWE wanted Judgment Day to go all supernatural. I assume to fill the big gaping spooky hole that the fiend left behind oh i miss, um, him. I miss him so much <laughs> but it only didn't happen because edge didn't want it to thank happen, goodness basically. for edge um but i guess this kind of like on a wild speculation hat kind of makes sense a little bit of judgment day if wwe wanted to push them down the supernatural route but edge didn't you can see there being like a, a battle of wills to see what how this comes off and that's why it never really had a proper sense of direction or anything like that
1: What's wrong with just a gaggle of bastards, Phil? I know. What's wrong with that? Like, It should be great winning a gaggle of bastards, I, I feel bad now because I've bad-mouthed Edge, I mean, for understandably awful promos. 64 uh, days. In my opinion, <laughs> uh, as part of the judgement day. But I get it. Every performer, whenever we bury them, you should always understand that we're not burying them directly, we're burying what they've been given. Yes. And even someone like Edge can't get this sheeple bollocks over, basically. Yeah. And like you say, there have been weird sort of mixed messages of how they talk to people and the, the reasoning behind why they came together. Why can't they just be a load of gits who just Looking thought, let's easy. be gits together? Really hope that's
0: where they go now. And
1: now, yes. obviously, Edge has a lot
0: more sway, you would imagine, behind the scenes in WWE than a Finn Balor would. And if Finn Balor's now in that position in Judgement Day, whether he can say no to the spooky bollocks that WWE might want to push at him. But also, I mean, he's got the demon thing.
1: You never know whether he'll go with this from now on. I'm not, I'm not, I'm him not against a bastard. him. Let him be a bastard. I'm not against him it's bringing out the demon occasionally. But what is it with wrestling companies? Not even just WWE. AEW has been guilty of this as well, and certainly Impact Wrestling yes. has <laughs> done stuff like this without a question of that. But what is it with this supernatural stuff? Like, I've never seen like there's a there's a there's an adoration out there for the Fiend, But in terms of moving the needle yeah. and stuff like yeah. that, and attracting casual fans by getting you know an audience on side. It's never seemed to, to hit them off for me. I Are get you? that there is... It worked in the 90s with The Undertaker and they've been chasing I, that dragon ever since. That's <laughs> it, man. That's it. Like You don't need it. That The House of Black can just be... just. Again, a load of knobheads, yeah, but that like to wear that like antlers, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, yeah and listen to metal, <laughs> Metal head knobheads, and yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> that's that was the original name of the group, apparently. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I, I really hope. My concern is now, like you say, is because I really liked the the twist that we saw yeah, on, on on Raw. I know it's been quite divisive, but I think Finn Balor, heel Finn Balor, leading this. I was going to say young, stable David <laughs> but you know what I mean. You know, these, these up-and-comers within WWE yes. make sense. And the, the swerve of having them attack Edge after, what was it, 60-odd days? 64 days, yeah. Is u- unexpected, <laughs> yeah. or <laughs> yeah. earlier than expected, yeah. but gives them a new impetus. And I, I thought that were initially, I was a bit like, especially because of all the boring promos they caught. Whatever happens now, I really hope that the lack of edge doesn't mean that they can finally do supernatural. Just yeah. have them Just kick keep ass. it simple. Keep Just it simple and let Finn Balor be a knobhead. Yeah, he's really good at being a knobhead. See <laughs> Bullet Club that you've been trying to sort of for quite some time now. It's really easy. Anyway, there's a question about them uh, when we come to the Twitter questions in a while, so we'll, we'll circle back to that. Let's talk a little bit about Tony Storm. She's been on a brilliant podcast, one of the best podcasts out there hey. that isn't ours. Uh, the sessions with Renee Paquette and she's talking all about her WWE time and her WWE exit. There is so much to take from this. You can read uh, loads more excerpts from this at whatculture.com, a great writer by our very own Andy Murray, who's off on holiday at the end of today. Have an amazing time, mate. Please don't get COVID in the next 24 hours. That <laughs> would suck. Uh, anyway, so she was called up, obviously, from NXT to SmackDown in July of last year, and she told Paquette that Raw or SmackDown had always been her goal, but it didn't take her long to realise, yeah, this isn't going to work out, and main roster yeah. life... I mean, how many times have we heard this from someone? Main roster life made her miserable. Uh, She also goes into detail about roster cuts, saying, you know, someone could be fired every other week. It was just so random and terrifying, presumably, to be in that locker room. She also said she wasn't actually upset with her WWE booking, despite all of the evidence (laughs) Um, but uh, i thought this was a really interesting quote from her she said it was a complicated ordeal Uh, i had built up frustrations with the place for a very long time like a lot of people do they don't give a shiz uh, so why should i this isn't going to work i know what's going to happen here i'm just going to be sent back to catering and i just felt like they at times didn't have very much respect for me i feel like over time they just crushed my love for wrestling there it is. Depressively similar, this, yeah. isn't it?
0: How many times have we heard that from someone leaving WWE that they just don't like wrestling anymore after working there? It's really sad. Um, but you can see it, like, Tony Storm getting called up to the main roster, like, your first few, pretty much, getting to work with Charlotte, like, that must have been, like, oh, this is amazing. And then, oh, you want me to do what? We're going to cream pie <laughs> you. Huh? What? And what was the original plan? There was something that was even worse than I'm that. We're going to strip was, a top yeah, off. Yeah, like, strip it out. What like, year gone. is it? Absolutely ludicrous. So yeah, she 100% did the right thing, obviously for her and her happiness to just get out and move somewhere else. Astonishing. how t- many times can they hear this story and not do something yeah, to fix it? this is
1: the thing. I hear stories like this and go, well, that's going to have to be you know, yeah. a catalyst for change. And yet we've probably reported on this story every year for the past I don't know, five years with bloody moves from NXT to the main roster. And yeah. people we thought, because well, I thought looking at looking at Tony Storm, not even talking about her in-ring work, Physically, just looking at her, you go, she'll be all right on the main roster. Yeah, hundred percent. And then in ring work, obviously, like clothes and everything, like she she looks like a star. She can, she she can talk. She's obviously sensational in the ring. And then they go, yeah, but what if we put cream on you? (laughs) Like, and it was just, it was one of those where. (laughs) What if we put
0: cream on you and make you lose? Yeah.
1: And it was one of those where, when she left, you were like, what? But then also like, yeah, that makes complete sense. Yeah, hundred percent. Look, you know, best luck to her in AEW. Fingers crossed, someone's going to realize what they've got on their hands eventually.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Jeez. I think AEW's got to be a much better fit for her right now, anyway.
1: Um, well, I wouldn't hold your breath with that. Well, yeah, i not to say that.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today.
0: Um, but, yeah, speaking of moves from NXT to the main roster, and vice versa... Well, uh, flip reverse. Hey, Someone's gone back to NXT. Apollo! Apollo. Uh, he's back at NXT, and a bumbreaker came out, and he issued, like, an open challenge, um, and out comes Apollo Cruz with his Apollo music. Looks much bigger in NXT, doesn't he? It does look a lot bigger in NXT. Uh, but... He doesn't have the uh, like the king gimmick. Um, oh yeah, and he doesn't have no the Nigerian. Yeah, no Nigerian accent anymore. Good, <laughs> just Apollo. Um, but he seemed very excited by the whole situation, he yeah. got a promo, he was very excited, the fans were chanting uh, We miss you, and he was saying how much he misses them as well uh, And he's saying he's back to make history and he's gonna do it with Bomb break. and they had a nice little handshake And no word to when that match will be, mm-hmm. but it's gotta happen at some point point. Uh, and then later on in the night he came out to tag with uh, Solo Sokoa uh, to beat Kamala really Hayes Really good that! And Grayson Waller in the main event Um, And yeah, he did like a WWE.com exclusive interview thing afterwards as well, just saying how excited he is to be back in NXT and that people are going to be seeing a lot more of him in NXT. So it seems like it might be maybe a bit more of a permanent position for Apollo than like the Dolph Ziggler thing was, maybe. Or whether he's just going to do a couple of months run down there. Whatever it is, I'm all for it, because they're doing nothing with Apollo on the main roster. He is incredibly talented. He is very, very good. Uh, and putting him in with some of the younger guys down in NXT, I think it's like a no-brainer the, the things that
1: he can teach them. Especially with them going on the road soon as well, yes, um, it's only going to be beneficial. I really like this, like, not a lot of great things to say about this, like I know NXT has vastly changed since he was last there. Yes. But yeah, he said, like you said, he talked about stuff that he missed out on achieving when he was down there, uh, stuff that he still wants to do, the match and the main event was really enjoyable. More of this sort of thing. This is what they should be doing with NXT. I know it's a, even more so a developmental yeah. brand. So get, like they did initially, get the people that you're not using on the main roster or you're using to chase around the 24-7 championship yeah. to come down and be great like this. Yeah. You can only ever get so
0: good when you're just facing people that are as good as you. Yes. You've got to face people much better than you so you can learn from them. and. Pull yourself up And I don't know why They haven't done this In NXT for a really long time
1: Yeah, (laughs) Love this though Best of luck to him Uh, Very excited to see What they do next with him Let's move on To your Twitter questions At what culture WWE of course You want to get in touch with us Uh, First question there Comes from AJ David Who says Good morning gents And happy Dynamite Day Happy Dynamite Day To you too AJ Who would you put over As the interim champ I like Phil's Kingston theory But how about Tanahashi winning Keeping the Punk match alive While also having A New Japan guy As the champ yeah, if gonna, people haven't heard it, tell us about your Kingston gonna theory. i I'm going to stick with my Kingston this.
0: theory, although I, I keep changing it in my mind and yeah. I can't decide them the, what the outcome I want of it. But basically, Eddie Kingston wins the battle Royale, obviously. Goes on to face John Moxie, wins that. Goes on to face Tanahashi, wins that. He becomes the interim champion. It's like it's finally happened, he's finally reached the top. Except he's not really, has he? He's still got that little asterisk next to his name. And like whenever Punk comes back, you can use that against him so much that you've not won the proper belt. This is the proper belt kind of thing. And then that feud with the promos and the, oh. the passion that both oh. of those would bring to that and the things they could use of him still not being the real top of the company would be absolutely incredible. And then I can't decide if either Punk beats him and like smacks down the dream, which would be incredible in one way, or like Eddie Kingston beats Punk and then like Punk's reign is basically just to leave and then give it to Eddie Kingston and then uh, whatever Punk does after that and Eddie Kingston would be made then forever and I can't decide which outcome I want more, the sad one or the happy one because I kind
1: of like them both And even in the happy one, I think you'll agree that it would be not fully... Oh, it'd be short, but appropriate. That like MJF beats him within like a month. If he beats Punk and it's like this massive, it's finally it, and then like
0: (laughs) next week or something, MJF comes out and beats him and beats
1: Craig. I genuinely can't call this. It's it's absolute carnage. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Still, (laughs) to be perfectly honest, I'm gonna have to wait and see what happens on Dynamite tonight because there's this weird dynamic of like, like if it's Hangman Page, which uh, Hamlet has suggested, it's really good, but that would mean him. Fighting twice and then fight Moxley because he's got a match already on yeah. Dynamite. Then he win the, have to win the Battle Royal. Then he have to beat Moxley. Moxley looked like a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moxley still looks like a bit of a dickhead if, if he has to beat he's... someone who's already fought earlier on in the night. Yeah, even and if he like, in the Battle Royal. Maybe it. Tanahashi is the guy. I don't know. I mean, I'm always going to pick Maxwell Jacob Friedman for these sorts of things Fair. because obviously. <laughs> but um, yes, it's intriguing. But not necessarily for all the right reasons, I think it's yes. fair to say. It, it's it, definitely it, been chaos. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to see how Tony Khan books this tonight. Yeah. And, uh, well, we'll give our opinions on it tomorrow, good <laughs> or bad, either way. Uh, second question today comes from Biggest Joe, who says uh, Hi, guys, the Judgment Day change up was really good. If WWE decide to separate the world titles, could you see Finn Balor take one? And can you see a tag team join? I think it'd be great to add a repackaged Viking Raiders and include Champa as well. Viking Raiders is an interesting shout mm. for that because they are really good and they are doing nothing with them. And I think the whole yeah, the way. I think the whole
0: Viking deal is definitely run its course. I think they yeah. definitely need a mix up, a change up. Um, so that'd be really interesting. They've not put that much faith in Finn Balor for a long time though to put him with the main belt. Like ever since like well, he, he had it once and then got injured and never he never had a sniff of it ever what again. Fault. It wasn't his fault These at all. Happen. And it was such an amazing moment. Uh, so I would love them to punch Bimbala. Like, he's been he's been there for ages now without getting the like, the respect he's due. Yeah. So if this is a catalyst to, like, get him leading a stable, maybe get him a bit more mic time to show what he can do on the mic and maybe they'll get a bit more confidence in him as a champion again, I'd be all for that.
1: Really like the addition of Viking Raiders. Champer uh, is a no-brainer for me. So if you're going to do that and not bring the Viking Raiders in, hell, Put Champa with Damien Priest as a tag team. I suppose. Yeah, I, guess I didn't know work. I wanted it until I said it, but I do. It'll <laughs> work for me. Like I said yesterday, Finn Balor needs someone to make himself look tall as well, so Champa's perfect for that. Hey, <laughs> you get less small, Finn. Um, and I, 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 I'm torn on this because I really like the unified tag titles. We do not need. Yes, we don't need two tag belts. We At could all. we could do with you know women's tag titles if you yeah. actually you know had a division for it, and we could stop having those stupid championship contender <laughs> matches. Anyway, we haven't got time. Uh, <laughs> but I don't I don't think that the unified world titles are that long for this world. Yeah, I think you've got your nice visual with Roman and the Usos with all the bills. You know, but I think by Mania next year, for example, yeah, I think just purely from a you know, business perspective. It's like one of the TV companies you're going to be like, "Hey, yeah, we're going to need a world champion on our program." Yeah. Despite the fact that Raw has exponentially improved since losing the men's world title, this is true. And that's so have the tag titles. Yeah, elevated them almost into that. Look at what, Which is look like at the this first time ever. But, but yes, if you're going to split the t- titles up, yeah. hell, give it to Balor. Like, 100%. give a, If you're going to do a, a, a thing, don't do it super If you're going to do a, a stable, how about you? You know, let them dominate for a while, even if it's just for. The weird gap, the the, the dark period between <laughs> yeah. like SummerSlam and, oh, we're gonna try it again. But it's still, they like to do a weird little summer push, so why not do it with us? Hell. Just punk, uh, the summer, but rather than the summer of punk, the summer of just brooding. <laughs> Ugh, I'm not gonna go outside, some of the Okay, right. Rock's Kid gives our final question of the day. Rock's Kid writes, Hello, King and of- Oh. Oh, God. Oh! Hello, king of the Mic. When are you going to bring your new microphone in? Oh. Hey. Maybe Teasing. Friday. Maybe Friday. <laughs> I feels good. like the right time to introduce the new mic. <laughs> uh, Rockskid writes, does anyone feel like WWE are doing Bianca versus Rhea too early? They're both great, but Bianca's reign hasn't been that long, to be honest. And If Rhea loses, then Judgment Day loses momentum. I say wait until Clash at the Castle. Have a great day. You have a great day, Rock's Kid. Uh What do you reckon? Too soon? I don't think so, no. I think Bianca Bland
0: needs new people. Obviously, this isn't New, new. There's history there. Oh. Well, there's plenty that you can play off within this feud. Great um, match in it NXT just hasn't as well. Really happened on the main roster yet? Um, and I think yeah, she needs new challenges, and I think Rhea Ripley's absolutely perfect for it. At least it's it's elevating Rhea Ripley way more than where she was before, yes. when she was just doing kind of nothing in tag
1: matches all the time. Plus, I'm I'm, I, I'm torn on this again because I'm kind of sick and tired of having them pe- people challenge for titles, and you go. I know, like immediately after someone wins a world title, say at WrestleMania, you're like, "Well, they're not losing that; the just defense But I also don't need to sit there and go, "Well, I'm not going to buy any pin." Like, <laughs> I don't yeah. think, for example, that Natalia is going to beat Ronda Rousey. Yes, not so for I, a second. I just, I think we talked about this before we came on. out. just book better. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get it. What the, the whole? The, the think back to when you first fell in love with wrestling. Some of the parts that you really liked was the fact that you'd go into a match not knowing who's going to win and thinking that neither person can afford to lose. So how about you just pick one of them and back them? It's difficult because I really want Rhea to be world champion. I want this, yeah. this, this Finn Balor stable, the Judgment Day, whatever they're going to be called going forward, to be dominant. Yeah, Because that's what I want from my stables. Like you say, even if it's only briefly... But I also don't want to end Bianca Belair's reign, but that's the beauty of it. Maybe they are doing it too soon, but please, God, don't drag it out over the summer to get us to clash at the castle to finally make a decision. Yes. Just pick one and stick with it. Absolutely. And yeah. Like and book better. <laughs> yeah. Like, book it so this... that, that they can, you know, fight. For, if Bianca Belair or Rhea Ripley loses, they're going to fight for something else that's important that's not a title yeah. or man yeah,
0: some other storyline this is a problem but it's a problem of their own
1: making they can get around this they've done it before you just don't need to do you know a dq account out and some other bollocks to yeah. get us past summer slam for example yeah you did Bullocks. one good trilogy wwe recently and the other ones the other stuff you did you know where you were like oh this feud must continue we were like doesn't, does not it, it doesn't know does it have to Anyway, we'll, uh, let us know your picks for those in the comment section below. and We'll move on to today's and finally. And I just wanted to share this image with the The summer of Huckhausen with the boys. <laughs> Which makes me want to see some sort of like buddy movie where they go on a summer holiday somewhere. Like
0: the Huckhausen road trip kind yeah. of thing. Like, a, 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 the, like the vacation movies. I mean, it is basically Huckhausen. Jay and
1: Silent Bob because one of, of them bit, doesn't yeah, talk. That's true. But I don't know. On a mission to recover hook stolen crisps. <laughs> I would
0: watch that. Yeah. I'm laughing, but I would 100% watch that.
1: But <laughs> yeah, let us know your your suggestions for the name for this wacky summer flick. Because I already liked And also. Dan Harrison does curses. The, the Huck face is broody. The, the, Can the, they get along? The faces. When you pull a camera out, people pull certain faces. I'm guilty of it quite a lot, but. Never smiles. <laughs> <laughs> what makes Hook happy other than
0: Chris? How is this as good as it is? It's this weird, like, isn't should it? not work yeah. at all, but it absolutely does, and I'm all for it.
1: Right. Anyway, let us know your thoughts on that, and all of today's news stories in the comment section below. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. We're going to be reviewing NXT DPL and the arrival of Apollo Cruz, uh, and looking ahead to AEW Dynamite later on today as well. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there. Follow both of us. You can follow Phil Chambers at Phil my Chambers, and you can follow Willborn at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE, as I but for now my thanks to phil thank you for joining us and we will see you soon
0: roundabout season two presented by nissan is live now and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way we're talking rest stops if we're stopping to get gas you will be timed misguided plans i grew up in the city so i have like
1: you know a healthy fear of